We are here live. Welcome again to week four of the College Football Pick'em Show with John and Wes. Today we have a very special guest, and John, I'll let you introduce him. It's a good old friend of mine that coaches at Arlington High School, and his name is Connor Ferguson. Nice to meet you there, sir. Well, thank you all for having me on. I'm extremely humbled and honored to be on here. And, uh, you know, Bartlett John, uh, Wes, but Bartlett John, you're going to be Arlington John for the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, the baseball, so basically the baseball rivalry is back in full force. Well, I mean, you know more about Arlington than I do, so. I mean, what are you talking about? You coached there. You played there. Well, you know more about 14 AAA than anybody else, so. I'll just call you either Arlington John or 14 AAA John. <laughs> well, let's stay with the 14 AAA. All right. Yeah. Hey, I, hey, I gotta give y'all credit. There is a, I will cheer for Arlington over Bolton, you know. Appreciate that. <clears throat> Always. Just because I got some friendship over there. John, I think, John, I think you would cheer for the Russians over Bolton. I think you would. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Connor. Do you have a certain team that is, uh, I guess we'd say, your favorite? Uh, Memphis. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not complaining there. I'm a diehard Memphis fan as well. Uh, obviously, you can see the, the woo pig right here. Uh, my wife is a Arkansas alum, a uh, okay. proud Arkansas alum. So, you know, you get married, you put a ring on your finger, and you become half that fan. So, I'm a half Arkansas fan. Um, looking forward to them today. Uh, they've got a big game against Georgia coming up at 3 o'clock on the SEC Network. Uh, John, let me ask you a question, John. Who were you least – or, I'm sorry, what what was the most interesting outcome of last week for you? Well, first of all, don't forget about that Arkansas-Memphis matchup in a couple of years. You got a house-divided game. That would definitely be a house-divided, but she already knows when Arkansas plays Memphis, Wes is in blue all day. She might <laughs> – Yeah. Uh, you say the least impressive team from last week? Yeah, I mean, just kind of, kind of the most, like the biggest shock, biggest surprise from last week. <clears throat> Southern missed scoring thirty points under the new coach. Yeah, uh, I like that coach. He's very young, uh, very energetic, as most young coaches are. Um, and I then, think- and, th- and then, real quick, Tulane's second half against Navy. That's what I was just getting ready to say. Um, Navy, to me, was the most impressive. Uh, To look at how they overcame, um, you know, and just fought back, fought back, fought back, and ended up getting uh, getting the W. Uh, I was very impressed to see that. Connor, what about you? Anything? uh, I mean, I I know you're a college football fan, obviously. Uh, I was impressed uh, with Tulsa. Uh, holding Oklahoma State 16 points. I know Oklahoma State hadn't played very well this year, but still, uh, I think Tulsa is the team to be reckoned with in the AAC. Yeah, I think I, I completely agree. I think Tulsa is uh, kind of a sleeper team in the AAC. Of course, if you go back and look at specifically Memphis last year, uh, we escaped, I mean, literally by the skin of our teeth in that game, uh, mm-hmm. and we should have lost that game, to be honest. Right. Well, it's also I had a kicker at the end of that Oklahoma State game. They would have won that game in my opinion, too. I agree. I agree. You're exactly right. So, uh, John, do you want to break it down by time slot? So, start at 11 a.m. and work our way down? Sure. That's absolutely fine with me. Is that okay with you, Connor? Absolutely. 
All right, guys. Uh, up first, if my list is correct, and I hope it is, uh, looks like we got Central Florida, number 13, going against East Carolina, traveling to East Carolina. You know, I'll go ahead and pick – that's a lot of points for UCF to cover, first of all. And, I, and by the way, guys, I'm sorry, I don't have the point spreads wrote down right in front of me. It's fine. I got some of them in my head – or some of them written down. But I got UCF – UCF is favored by 27 over and under that 76 and a half. That's a lot of points. And that's a lot of points. For, I guess they believe in East Carolina a little bit, getting some points on the board. But they're running back with, uh, you know, Connor, I don't know if you know this or not, but Chase Hayden, the former St. George kid, is now at East Carolina. Right. So, so, you know, I guess that's a lot of points for UCF to cover, but they shouldn't have beat Georgia Tech like a drum last week, which Wes, you did call that 24 to 27 point swagger. I said 14 to 17 point swagger, but I guess I'll take UCF. You're good, you're good, man. I'm going to tell you. Yeah, I'll take UCF in the points. Okay, Connor, go ahead. Uh, Same, UCF. I'm going to take UCF in the points as well. Um, I, I really don't know a whole lot about East Carolina. I really haven't followed, I mean, necessarily followed them, quote unquote, after uh, Lane... What was his name? Ruffin? Yeah. Uh, Ruffin McNeil left. or something like that. Yeah. 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 Ruffin McNeil. That's exactly what his name was. After he left, really didn't follow him a whole lot, but, you know, who knows? Uh, up next, we've got a SEC matchup. Uh, this week, we have two number eights, by the way. Auburn and Texas are both ranked number eight. Um, but we've got number 23, Kentucky Wildcats, traveling to between the hedges and going to Auburn. Or not with the. No, that's not between the hedges. That's Georgia. Uh, what is it called? Tumor's Corner, whatever they call it. Well, I throw the toilet paper on it. The tree, whatever. Uh, Auburn, Kentucky. Uh, John, how you feel on this one? Man, Kentucky is like a underdog seven and a half over and unders at 49. Uh, Kentucky's got their quarterback back from last year. Yeah. Uh, their defense should be loaded with Quentin Bohan, former Cordova kid. Uh. I think Auburn's going to pull it out late in the fourth quarter and cover. Really? I'm going to take Kentucky, – Kentucky is a sleeper, though. They are. I'm going to take Kentucky straight up in this game. Uh, I think Kentucky is going to beat Auburn today. Uh, I think if you look at uh, Cavassier Smoke, which I don't care what anybody says, that's the best name in college football this year. Um, Cavassier Smoke, you got the, you got the quarterback uh, coming back again. Uh, I think Kentucky's loaded. And I think they could very well be a sleeper in the SEC. Well, you talk about sleepers in the SEC, and I do agree. And uh, that's why I still believe that Chad Morris is still asleep. Uh, Chad Morris has been asleep for the past six years. Um, <laughs> I, I have no idea how he got the uh, Arkansas job. He didn't. Uh, he didn't. Even, he didn't keep it long. No. So uh, I think he's still going to be asleep. I do like Bo Nix, but I'm going Kentucky. So Kentucky to cover and win straight up, Connor. Uh, yeah. I like this Connor guy. He's a smart guy. Yeah, well, I, don't, I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that, but, you know, 14, uh, uh, 14 triple uh, <laughs> <laughs> We've got a game up next, guys. The Last last year, we remember, uh, if we remember correctly, Kansas State uh, got a big win against Oklahoma. Uh, sorry, I don't see it happening this year. I'm going to take Oklahoma and whatever points it is on the board. It's 28 and a half. I'll definitely take an Oklahoma. Uh, I don't think – after watching Kansas State against Arkansas State, I'm not impressed with them. Boomer Sooner, big. 
Don't yeah. cover. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Okay. I like Spencer Rattler. Next. Yeah, I do too. I think Spencer Rattler, I mean, I, I'm finally glad to see a guy who uh, actually went to Oklahoma play quarterback at Oklahoma. Does that make sense? Like somebody that actually recruited. Uh, you know, they, they was transfer city there for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they, oh, haven't had, they haven't had one since Sam Bradford. Exactly, exactly. <clears throat> uh, up next, we've got the uh, number five Florida Gators uh, heading down to the patch to take on the uh, Ole Miss uh, Land Bear Shark, whatever the hell they are. The Lane Train is, yeah, I was arrived in Oxford. The Fighting Lane Kiffins is what, is what I'm going to call them. You know, I think Bryce Plumley is going to have a decent game for Ole Miss, running the ball and passing the ball. But like we talked about during our, you know, SEC preview, Wes, the question is, how many times is Ole Miss going to be start going to throw the football again? You know, because at Florida Atlantic, Lane Kiffin threw the ball at least 60-something times. Right. But uh, I think Florida goes into Oxford, and who knows how many fans will be there. But uh, Florida goes into the Oxford and covers. It wins. You know, I really like Ole Miss. I'm, I really like Lane Kiffin. Um, I think that he, he'll be able to turn them around at some point. But I think Joey Freshwater stayed out a little too late last night, and I'm going Florida to cover. I would take Florida to cover as well. Um, when it comes to Ole Miss, I've got numerous questions. Um, first of which is I saw a report uh, yesterday on ESPN, they said that Matt Corral may be the starting quarterback. I think Matt Corral's got a stronger arm out of the two. I mean, obviously, as we know, John Plumley is an extremely athletic, agile runner, uh, and, and he can throw the football. Um, at the beginning of the year, John, you know, in our SEC preview, I made the comment that I really didn't think uh, Lane was going to be very successful at Ole Miss. Um, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of crawfishing or backtracking on that a little bit. Uh, I think Lane's going to have it. I think out of all the coaches, new coaches in the SEC, Lane acquired the most talent. So I think he can take that talent that he acquired and make a run. I don't know that I would, would want to play Ole Miss week nine, week ten this year. Yeah, Lane Kevin just needs to stay away from the library. He needs to stay away from a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> Up next, we've got Georgia Southern traveling to the Louisiana Raging Cajuns, number 19. Uh, what you think on this one, John? Lafayette to cover. Georgia Southern doesn't impress me. No, not at all. Uh, RIP Tony Robichaux. Lafayette, <laughs> Lafayette to cover. Lafayette to cover. Lafayette to cover. I and Napier is a heck of a coach. Yes, again. I think Billy, Billy Napier is an amazing coach, and I am shocked that someone has not tried to go pluck him from down there. Uh, let's see. Up next, are you showing the Louisville pit, pit, pit game next, John, I guess? No, I'm showing the Georgia Tech-Syracuse game next. Oh, okay. All right, go ahead. Georgia Tech-Syracuse. Georgia Tech's 1-1, one one, Syracuse 0-2. Georgia Tech's favored by 7.5. Syracuse just looks awful on offense. They struggled against Pitt last week, and they struggled against North Carolina week one. Um, as George, as we know, Georgia Tech did beat Mike Norvell first week, and then they lose to UCF last week. Use Georgia Tech by two touchdowns. 
I think it'll be closer than that. Georgia Tech by 10. I think it's going to come down to field goal, and I think Georgia Tech will kick the field goal at the win to get the win. I, Syracuse is not good. As oh, by the way, well, sorry. Georgia Tech's favored by seven and a half. I'll take Syracuse. I, I don't think Georgia Tech's going to, going to win that game by seven and a half. I think it's going to be a very, very close game. Uh, 14 Triple AJ, you mind if I ask a question? Yeah, go ahead. The headphones. Hey. Is, is that a new uh, is that a new trick with the headphones? Or, I mean, is it chin strap? You ready? I mean, what's the deal? He's strapped <laughs> up, ready to go. <laughs> it's I'm worried about game day. I'm worried about you, man. I was making sure you can breathe. Yes, game day. <laughs> I was going to say something, Connor, but I've known the guy since third grade, so I just let it go. You know. <laughs> it's game day, okay. It's game day, all right. All right, uh, so all right, now we'll jump on the Louisville-Pitt game. Uh, number 24, Louisville, traveling into Heinz Field to take on the number Pitt, number 21, Pitt. Uh, what are they, Panthers? Yeah, Panthers. You want to go first on that one? Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, I think I'm going to take Louisville in this game. Uh, I think after last week uh, watching Miami just absolutely obliterate Louisville, uh, I think we're going to see a little more uh, improved Louisville team. And I, honestly, I don't think Pitt's been tested. If you look at their schedule, they haven't played anybody. So I think, uh, I think I'm going to take Louisville. Yeah, Pittsburgh's actually a two-and-a-half-point favorite in that one. Yeah, you know, and what kind of line is that? that that's a pickle. You get three points for, for being at home. You got a point. And then uh, they're playing Papa John's. Uh, <laughs> you know, like you said, Louisville's played – Better competition. They be they played Western Kentucky the first game, and then they played Miami the second game. Meanwhile, Pittsburgh played Austin P and Syracuse. Uh, so I take Louisville. Pittsburgh Panther football has got to be the most bland, boring, just god awful brand of football I think I've ever seen in my life. Like name one player that's ever been good at Pitt. You can't. James uh, Connor. Yeah, Connor from Pittsburgh. I said good. <laughs> <laughs> Decent. Going Louisville. Going Louisville. Going Louisville. All right. Uh, up next, I really don't know why I even wrote this game down. It's going to be a butt kicking. Uh, Campbell at App State. Uh, I'm going App State. Ditto. All right. All right. Move on. Uh, up next, we've got what I think is a very interesting matchup. Uh, you've got Iowa State, who, as we know, a couple weeks back was knocked off by the team I picked. I won't mention the team name. Uh, and then we've got TCU uh, playing the first game of the season. So, you know, nobody knows anything about what's going to go on with TCU. Uh, I'm actually going to take TCU in this game. Uh, watching Iowa State, I was not impressed. They shut down Brock Purdy, which I think is their biggest weapon. Uh, I think TCU is going to get the dub. What do you think, Connor? Uh, TCU. Corn Frog. You know, I'm picking, I, I pick TCU also just because it's at home and Gary Patterson's still their coach. And he always wins a big game, to, you know, to save his job throughout the years as well. And I think, you know. And save his job, I can tell you about it. I can tell him that. But I also think, you know, me personally, I think Gary Patterson, I've always liked TCU since the David Thomason days mm -hmm. as well. Although that they did start a fight with us that one year, if we remember right. right. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'll take – TCU at home. So cover. Okay. Everybody took TCU on that one. 
let's see. We got a 2.30 kickoff between the Mississippi State Bulldogs and those Bengal Tigers from LSU. Uh, definitely not going to be the crowd noise that we would normally get in Death Valley with the COVID deal. Uh, I think this is going to be an interesting game. Uh, what do you think, John? LSU's missing. They were only returned three offensive starters. Yeah. Uh, they returned eight defensive starters. Mississippi State, the question is, who's going to get the big stop late in the game? Me personally, I think LSU's just going to overpower them. I think LSU's favored by 16 and a half for a reason. And Mike Leach is going to throw the ball 75 times this game probably. But uh, LSU will cover and win the game. Um, I think LSU is going to come out juiced. Uh, Coach O has been drinking two-cycle oil since 5 o'clock this morning. And uh, I think – I mean, he's going to carry him. It'll be all right. LSU big. LSU big. Uh, you know, I, this is one of those games that I just got a hunch about it. I just think it's going to be a little – a lot closer than people think. Uh, I think with this Mike Leach-led team – uh, we know we've got Colin Hill in the backfield. Uh, you bring in um, the Costello guy with Mike Bobo um, from Colorado State. Um, I think it's going to be a very interesting game. I, I think Mississippi State is going to keep it close. I think I'm going to say Mississippi State, uh, not to win, but I'll take them to cover. I don't think I don't think LSU will beat them by that much. That's a good. No. Maybe next week if you want to, but you know. That's a good statement there, Wes. Thank you, John. I appreciate that. I got one game that I got a question about real quick before we discuss the other 230 game. What about this game? Uh, Florida International going to Liberty, and Liberty's a seven and a half point favorite. Y'all surprised that Liberty's not favored by 10 or so? Uh, no. Yeah, I mean, no, not really. I mean, you know, who has Liberty played for them to garnish a higher spread than that? I mean, I don't think they've played anybody. I mean, yeah, they, they're they what? What are they, 1-0, 2-0, whatever? Yeah, they're 1-0 because they beat Western Kentucky last week, yeah. Yeah, yeah I picked it. Um, I'm going to take Liberty in that game. I think they'll win, but, I mean, Florida International, that's where Taggart is, right? No, he's at Florida Atlantic. Oh, it's the same difference. Uh, oh no, Butch Davis is at Florida International. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Butch Davis is. Yeah, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Liberty. Uh, I'll take Liberty by 13. Yeah, Hugh Freeze and all his his quarterback is a dual threat quarterback who looked pretty impressive last week. Liberty will cover. I think seven and a half. All right, what you got next, John? Carter, you got Liberty right. The Tulane Green Wave travel to Southern Mississippi in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, and play good old Southern Miss. Um, Tulane's actually a three-point favorite at Southern Miss over and unders at 54.5. The question is, will Tulane come out flat after last week's debacle in the second half against a decent team? Well, not as decent as we thought because Jay Hobson resigned and they got a new coach now. But um, a lot of people think this could be Southern Miss over Tulane, but I think Tulane is going to come out and they're going to cover three a little bit. They're going to cover. Yeah, Southern Miss straight up, don't you? 
I do, man. I like this coach. I like this young coach. Uh, he seems to motivate really well uh, from what I've seen out of him. Uh, and, I mean, I, not, I've seen – there's no reason Tulane should have lost that football game last week. And that, I think that's a loss that's going to hurt you for a couple weeks. Southern Miss, Brett Favre, straight up. Hey, you're playing at the Rock, John. The Rock is going to be rocking today, Southern Miss, with the dub. Yeah, next, John. All right, next game we got is Texas 11.5-point favorite. No, wait, 17.5-point favorite. I apologize. Travels to Lubbock, Texas, and plays Texas Tech over and under at 70. Texas Tech secondary is just awful. Yeah. Uh, they struggled against Houston Baptist, I believe it was last week. And <clears throat> Texas will cover to 17 and a half. Uh, I think Texas will win, but I don't – I think by 10. I think Texas is going to score 50 points on these guys. Uh if, if Houston Baptist put up – I think they put up like 500 yards on Texas Tech last week. And we know there's a big difference in Houston Baptist and Texas. Uh, I think Texas is going to roll. I think they're going to beat the brakes off Texas Tech. Hey, one thing, uh, Arlington John, question. So there's a comment that said, Liberty went from no five stars to six uh, five stars due to a second-year head coach and recruiting parties. What, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think something's going on? I mean, what's the deal? Uh, uh, illegal. Uh, <laughs> I think – I wish I could see that comment, to be honest with you. But uh, me personally, I, I kind of agree with that statement because Hugh Freeze, nothing against the guy. You know, he's a, been a headache, like a headache, I mean, the last couple of years on and off the field with anywhere from Ole Miss to getting these kids from IMG and getting Ole Miss in trouble to a Christian school at Liberty, which, you know, the real thing is partying and everything like that, you know, is a Christian school, you know? Well, like the late great Al Davis said, just win, baby. Just win, baby. That's all that matters. We, hey, hey, John, we got uh, we got about 13 people watching, and we've had a good bit of, co of uh, comments on this uh, on this live stream as well. I just pulled it up on my phone. Uh, Connor's got it going live, I see. Absolutely. Somebody said, Hugh Freeze is back paying hookers. Could be. Check, check them phones. <laughs> got to check them phones. Them burner phones will get you. They need to go back to a hospital bed. <sighs> Man, that boy can run an offense, man. I, you know, I, I don't have a problem with Hugh Freeze at all. Uh, I like yeah. Hugh Freeze. Um, I wouldn't. I would have actually wouldn't have mind seeing him be a Memphis Tiger coach. Uh, I think he had way too much baggage. I, you just you can't bring that too much baggage. And Memphis fans hated him. We ain't stupid. We we knew that. What you got next, Johnny? West Virginia traveling to Stillwater, Oklahoma, who struggled against Tulsa last week. And we got good old Oklahoma State favored by seven at home. I'm a man. I'm 40. I guess I'll go with the mullet and cover. Really? Okay. I'm going to go uh, Oklahoma State by three. 
I'm going to take West Virginia to win straight up. That's my lock of the week, folks. Lock. Lock it in. West Virginia. Up next, we've got what I think is probably one of the most interesting matchups of the day. And that is number 22, Army, traveling to number 14, Nippert Stadium. I've been there a few times. Uh, to take on Cincinnati Bearcats. Don't know what a Bearcat is, but that's their mascot. Um, very interesting game. Uh, I'm going to take Army straight up in this game, actually. Go ahead, 14 Triple AJ. All right. I picked Army to cover today down in Tuca because they played pretty well with Oklahoma last year, you know. Uh, but this is a different year. I do pick Army to cover, but I think Cincinnati will basically come out with a 7-10 to 10 point victory because the triple option might give Cincinnati a little bit of fits. Um, let's just hope that Luke Fickle has ironed out his sweater vests that say team on the back <laughs> uh, because I'm going Army. That's so funny. Straight up, huh? Straight up. I'm telling you, uh, you know, if, if we were on the actual college game day and I had a pencil, I could just be like, man, great call, great call, you know? As the, like, like, so <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, not so bad. All right, so uh, up next, we've got a game that, uh, well, my wife's looking forward to it. Uh, it's number four, Georgia, traveling to the hill, traveling to Fayetteville, Arkansas, to take on those dadgum Razorbacks. Uh, I, the, the line's like 27 and a half. Um, go ahead, John. She's going to hate me for this, ain't she? <laughs> she knows it's coming. Georgia big. Well, JT Daniels hasn't been cleared yet. So that's a very good question mark at quarterback because I believe Georgia is starting a redshirt freshman in this game. Mm -hmm. But uh, Georgia's running game and defensive line overpowering offensive line for Arkansas, and they got too many weapons on offense. Georgia by four touchdowns. Shout out to Nicobe Dean from Horn Lake. I'm going Georgia big. I don't know your wife, so. <laughs> I ain't worried about uh, it. I'm going to take Georgia as well. Georgia's going to win the football game. Uh, I don't think Arkansas uh, has the horses to run with them. Um, golly, Ole Miss has got those ugly-ass baby blue jerseys and helmets on. I'm sorry. Um, that just I just threw up almost. Um, I'm with Georgia. I don't know what Arkansas's got. I know they got Felipe Franks, and he's not a bad quarterback. Uh, I think that uh, you'll see Arkansas improve over the year, but I, I don't. I don't think they'll beat Georgia. Yeah, I think it's gonna be like a forty-two to seven ball game. Uh, I think Arkansas will put three touchdowns on them. I think they'll score twenty-one points, and that's it. You want to bet ten bucks on that? No, I don't. <laughs> Up next, we've got number two, Alabama. Heading up to uh, Missouri, take on the Drinkowitz team. What you think, Joe? Bam will cover and win. Roll Tide. Bama's gonna get the win. Bama's gonna get the win. Uh, 
I think later in the season we're going to see some exciting football games in this SEC schedule. Uh, I'm very excited the SEC is back, uh, as well as, you know, we've got Memphis Tigers 0-2 versus COVID. That's a damn good point. Um, you know, John, we got the Pac-12 coming back as well. So now, hold on. Pac-12 is coming back. Big Tigs coming back. Has the MAC announced anything? Yeah, the MAC decided to do six games starting in November. Mountain West started to do eight games starting in October 24th with the championship game of December 19th. And then the Pac-12 decided to do seven games starting November 6th. See, I just – I mean, there's no room for error. in. The, I mean, there's not a lot of room for error in the way they're doing it now. What do you think, Connor? I would agree. I would agree with both of you. I just think the I, I just think the Big Ten and the Pac-12 work together on this, you know, to be finalized in the agreement and say, hey, for like we talked about last week, I hope we can play each other in the Rose Bowl. Well, here's my question. Um, as we know, there's what. 500 million bowl games. There's like a toilet bowl now. They've got so many names. Do you see somebody winning two games out of their season and making a bowl? I mean, or do you see somebody with that doesn't win a dadgum game make a bowl? I think it, I do see it just because with COVID going on and them bringing in some revenue for their school. Because look at Memphis yesterday by cutting. 19 salary employees over 40,000. Oh, they did cut employees. Did they fire any? I mean, they cut employees. They, they laid them off. Oh. Uh, up next, we got the UT Volunteers heading up to South Carolina to take on the fighting Will Muschamps. Uh, Been waiting for this all day. Let's go. I don't want to take Tennessee at all. Um, but with that being said, I think Jeremy Pruitt's building that program back up. And I know as a Memphis fan, it just shatters my heart to say, to say that I'm about in tears now. Uh, but I do like Jeremy Pruitt. I do like what Jeremy Pruitt's doing with that program. Uh, and I think they'll be back. Uh, I'm going to take, I'm going to take UT. Let me go ahead. Yep. 14 triple A J all you. <laughs> I, like, I like John better. I think it just it, I think it just rolls off the, the uh, tongue better. But it's all it's all good though. But uh, the real question I'm having is with Tennessee though this year is their quarterback play still. They still got they their offensive line is going to be so much improved with you know when Will made or what, what's the last name Will what must champ. No, I'm talking about uh, the offensive lineman from uh, that's transferred in from Georgia that's trying to get the appeal. Oh, Mays or something like that. Yeah, I can't think of what is it. Exactly. Yeah, but anyways, my mind went blank. But uh, I think the offensive line is definitely going to be a lot improved. Eric Gray is going to have a stellar sophomore year, a.k.a. Eric Gray from Lausanne. Um, we know they who still he got is. Ty, they still got Ty Chandler at running back. Uh, I think Tennessee will definitely cover this game. I hate to say it because I'm a Memphis guy as well. But Tennessee will win and cover straight up. Connor has been itching for this. Go ahead, Connor. You would find me dead in a ditch getting eaten by vultures before I ever pick Tennessee. I'll tell you this right now. 
I love this guy. You got to have a quarterback. Jim Chaney, this is not 1985 where you can run the ball up the middle 500 times a game. And uh, as Jeremy Pruitt would say 15,000 times during an interview, all right, all right, all right, and South Carolina's going to win. Okay. Okay. I like this car guy, John. I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad we found him. Uh, up next, we've got the uh, what I think is probably the worst college football team in the nation. Uh, Vanderbilt going to Texas A&M. Uh, Texas A&M is going to beat the crap out of them. Yeah, A&M is favored by 30 and a half. That's it? Just 30? And the over and under is at 47. <laughs> okay. Jeez. So uh, you got A&M to cover by 30 and a half? Oh, God, Yes. I got A&M and Grandma to cover by 30 against Vance. Yeah, uh, Texas A&M, humongous. Yeah. Yeah, A&M, I, like y'all said, uh, A&M's got too many weapons on offense. Jimbo Fisher, uh, Derek Mason, surprisingly, still has a job, I guess, because he beat Tennessee every other year. But uh, A&M still got Daryl Dickey at running back coach, which is still a decent hire for A&M. Uh, yeah, and then we'll cover 30 and a half. So can you explain to me how Derek Mason still has a job at the University of Vanderbilt? Because I hate to tell him, but beating uh, freaking – I almost said something else. Beating freaking Tennessee is not that impressive. Well, I'll say this. Uh, I don't think it matters who the coach is there. Um, that's just a hard place to win football games, if, if we're going to be completely honest. Um, the city's got a whole lot more things going on. Uh, they could care less about Vanderbilt football, and they're all about the Tennessee Titans football. So I think it's just a hard job for anybody. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. I mean, of course, we saw the success that James Franklin had there. Um, but I think very similar to Mississippi State, I don't think that you're going to get them – back to that level that uh, Dan Mullen had on that one point in time. Same thing with, with Vanderbilt and James Franklin. You're not going to see that level of success, I don't think. I mean, who's going to want to be like, yeah, uh, let me move to Nashville and go coach the Commodore? Nobody. Nobody's going to do that. I vote Arlington John. Arlington John could do it. Uh, I know he was been in the stadium a few times. Uh, I think Arlington John – which I love that name, by the way. Matter of fact, I'm going to change that in my funnel. It's not going to be stirred anymore. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I like that. John, I'll contact Vanderbilt. You just get your coaching staff together. All right, y'all be my offensive and defensive coordinators. But we got to put the high school football stadium that they got that where they play in somewhere else. Hey. I, here's a suggestion too, um, John. You, you got to do something. You got to have like a midweek show. I mean, because you're you're a high school football guru. You need to do some high school pickums too during the week, man. You want to join me on that? Hey, man, I can I can I can line something up. But you know, John, the thing is, if you don't wear your microphone like you have it on right now, it won't work the same. Yeah, it's gonna be common next week too. Oh, you're going to do it every week. That's that's your, that's your uniform now. For the show. Hey, you're still breathing okay, though. <laughs> I just got to check uh, in. With you. 
Up next, we've got what I think is a very interesting matchup between the Florida State Seminoles, Seminoles. Cora Gables to take on the number 12 Miami Hurricanes. Uh, what say you, Connor? Uh, Miami. Uh, uh, Coach Norvell on uh, his system is ran. Uh, you got to have a very intelligent quarterback. And I uh, think they do not have that right now. Um, that's a complicated system. So I'm taking Miami to cover. John, Norvell. Yeah, Norvell's not coaching this football game. Miami's favored by 11. Uh, too much drama on Twitter with the Florida State in the offseason. I got Miami to cover, although I hate their quarterback. Once again, I'm not all that impressed with Derek King, as we've talked about numerous times now. Uh, I'm even less impressed with James Blackman as a quarterback. Um, to me, his release is way too slow. That's that's the first thing I noticed. Um, I mean, when you go to throw a football and you're having to come all the way around and it's just too much. Um, but with that being said, I think Florida State's actually going to get this win. Um Blackman's not impressive. Uh, Norvell's been running things from his house, running the staff meetings, also been watching the practices via Zoom. Uh, I think Florida State's going to get this win. I think it's going to be a huge shock. I've picked a lot of kind of upsets this week, but I think it's going to be a very interesting week in college football. I take Florida State. Well, you were a Florida State fan growing up, so. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. Uh, let's see. Have I? I, got, I have a, I have a game I'm question about. I have another way. few games. Yeah, I got some backup games for you. Uh, Duke travels to Charleston, Virginia, with good old Coach Mendenhall on the sidelines for uh, good old Virginia. Virginia's a favored by five and a half. Duke just looks bad on offense last week against Boston College. Virginia straight up. In the cover. Uh, is, this, is this Virginia's first game? Uh. Good question. Yeah, I believe it is, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take Virginia. Uh, I agree. I don't think Duke is all that good. Matter of fact, I know Duke's not that good. Um, Kentucky's up 7 nothing on Auburn, by the way. Um, I, yeah, I'm going to take the Hoos. I'll take, uh, I'll take Virginia. Virginia. And then we got a matchup between Texas State – Traveling to Boston College and Boston College favored by seventeen and a half as well. <laughs> who who cares about that one? But uh, Boston who? College will cover. Who's Boston College playing? Texas State. Oh my God, Boston College! I, I can. That's that's a no brainer. BC. Yeah. And then y'all got Stephen F. Austin traveling to SMU in Dallas and playing SMU. SMU. Big. SMU, SMU, yeah. And then Houston Baptist at La Tech. We all got La Tech, I'm sure. Yeah, I'll take La Tech. Uh, I was, I was somewhat impressed with Houston Baptist last week. I mean, they put some point in there. They put some yards up. They did, but I think Coach Holtz and uh, La Tech will hopefully rebound and win that game. I'm yeah, waiting on that. Go ahead. I said, I'm waiting on the uh, Louisiana Monroe pick. I mean, are we going to pick on that game? Yeah, we got that one next. I was about to go to that one. But... Okay, just making sure. 
Yeah, we got good old UTEP. He's, he's serious about his Warhawks, ain't he? That gone. It's just Louisiana Monroe. Uh, time out. Time out. It ain't just ULM. That place has a forever lasting spot in my heart. That was the that was the best. We went to that game last year. That was the best experience slash tailgate. Uh, we were actually on their football field at uh, around midnight with some ULL or ULM fans, and that was the best trip. Shout out Thibodeau and the boys. Hope y'all are doing well. Yeah, ULM, I, big. Big. Um, I, I actually – I live in Crossford, Arkansas, so I'm about an hour north of Monroe, so I'm very familiar with Monroe. Uh, we were at that game last year as well. Uh, really enjoyed the atmospheres. First time I'd ever been to that campus and did that stadium. Uh, I was impressed with the atmosphere. Didn't really understand why their um, why their uh, student section was where it was, but I guess I get it. You only got two sides to fill, so I understand that. Uh, and I was impressed with with, with ULM last year. Uh, that quarterback was very impressive. Uh, and I mean, Connor, as you know, being at the game. There was some uh, kind of hairy moments in that game as a fan, I felt like. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And it was hot. I'm going to tell you, it was hotter than fish grease. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take ULM big. Yeah, UTEP's just got too many problems. Oh, man. ULM big. They're terrible. And Kansas at Baylor. Baylor's 17.5-point favorites as well. Is Kansas going to get off the bus today? Yeah, I I forgot they had a football team. Yeah, I mean they got beat by Coastal Carolina. Why, why two are they in a row. two years in exactly two years in a row? Why are you? I feel bad for Les Miles. I like Les Miles, but I feel like the Les Miles experience in Lawrence uh, is not going to be very uh, very long. I think they're gonna they're gonna ask him to go. Yeah, Baylor about three touchdowns. Bears. I am very interested to watch the Dave Aranda. Uh, tenure, and also just a little bit of tidbit information. You know when Baylor had to cancel their game uh, against Houston. Come to find out, the reason Dave Aranda was so hell bent on canceling that game is because he would have had to have unsuspended two players in order to play. And he said, "quote I will not set that precedent for this university." So applaud to uh, Dave Aranda. Props to Dave Aranda for that for uh, maintaining, uh, to me, just the way that it's got to be. You know, if you, if you suspend a player for a certain reason, you've got you've to uphold that. Yeah, looks like we got two more games for the college ranks, and then we'll go straight to the NFL. We got North Carolina and State. And a dang NFL game. You're going to have to help me out on those. I will. I think he's prepared. Yeah. Man, I'm on call. You know how it is. North Carolina State traveling to Justin Fuente, and Fuente is favored by seven in Blacksburg. I get Virginia Tech straight up and will cover. Um, I've got NC State straight up. Virginia Tech never plays uh, extremely well at the beginning of their seasons. This is also their first game, and I think uh, most of their or a lot of their success has been. Uh, from their fans in the stands, which um, they won't have, so NC State. Uh, I agree. I'm going to take NC State as well. Um, I was very impressed with the offensive output that they had last week against Wake Forest and what was a great football game. Um, 
And like Connor said, Virginia Tech, and I, I don't think it's just Virginia Tech. I think it's Justin Fuente. If you go back and look at him at Memphis, we were the same way. Uh, beginning of the year, we looked rough. Uh, I think NC State's going to get this W. Uh, I'll take NC State straight up. And then we got Troy traveling to BYU. BYU's favorite by 14. Sure. I'll take yeah. uh, BYU by 14. Oh, I was like, hold on. Who's sure? Which which one of those is sure? Uh, I'll take – I mean, yeah, I'll take BYU. Yeah, BYU by 17. 17. All right, John, you want to jump over into the NFL picks? Yeah, hang on one second. Move that page. You also yeah. want to uh, want to give a little bit of tidbit information about who's going to be on Sunday with us? We're going to have a special guest named Russell Copeland, who the former Memphis State football player back in the day and NFL uh, player back in the NFL with the – some decent teams like the Chargers and the Packers back in the day. Yeah, he was out uh, here. He, he was drafted. Uh, he left the University of Memphis in, I believe, 1996. Is that right? I feel like that's right. I'd be wrong. Uh, Russell Copeland is also the brand new uh, radio announcer for the University of Memphis for their road games, uh, which is very cool. Uh, but a very as a Tiger fan, uh, me and John are obviously very honored to have Russell on the show. Uh, we'll be talking uh, a little bit of college football, a little bit of NFL football. Um, but, yes, Russell was drafted by the Buffalo Bills, uh, played in the Super Bowl, uh, played for Jim Kelly, uh, played with uh, Thurman Thomas and a bunch of others. So that's going to be a lot of fun Sunday. All right, going into this week, Wes. Connor. Connor has been great on the show today, by the way. Just trying to keep Sturdivant alive over there with his with his <laughs> choking him out, man. I can hear I can hear his facial hair scratching. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck, Charm. That's awesome. It's something. All right, John. NFL, get after it. Real quick, uh, NFL games. Here we go, Wes. You're now overall, and well, we didn't do the first week of NFL games, so technically you are ten and five through two weeks. Because the good old Dolphins travel to Jacksonville, beat the Jaguars, which I'm like, what? Wait, you played Jacksonville? Uh, hold on a second. What's my uh, what's my ranking on uh, college people? Oh, okay, college real quick. You are now 25 and 22. Okay. And I'm 26 and 22. <laughs> Y'all going to have to uh, let me know my, my stats after this week so I can go back mm-hmm. to the lab. We will. Also, John, I need to send you uh, Steve's picks from last week so we okay. can tap them up too as well. And All also, right, and then- uh, Dave, David White, that's uh, watching on the show, uh, also sent his picks in to me this week, and I'll get them sent over to you, John. You're obviously the stat guy of the show, so I'll get it sent over to you. Well, I appreciate that, Wes. No problem. Okay, so starting tomorrow, we got Chicago – Bears and Anthony Miller and Mitch Trubisky traveling to the Atlanta Falcons and no Julio Jones, who is questionable as of right now. Atlanta's favored by three, but we're just picking the game straight up, the winners, because NFL is a little bit more complicated to do the spread on. So, but I got the Bears. Uh, I've, I've got the Bears, too. I don't even know why Atlanta's favored in this game. 
I was getting ready to ask the same question. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think Atlanta's even favored in their own locker room. Uh, I'll take the Bears. Uh, no matter who Atlanta plays, I don't feel like they could have a 30-point lead I don't feel confident in. Well, they did not look at look how like the game ended last week with that onside kick by just staring at it. That was hideous, uh, and we'll talk to, to Russell about that too. But that is the worst I think I've ever seen. Arlington John, I think you could have recovered that one. You sure? Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. He ain't the most athletic in the world now. Love him to death, but he ain't the most athletic. I didn't play sports in high school, remember? You did. I, so. I don't believe you for a second. I believe you're an athlete, multi-sport. No. Sport, okay. I made it to the basketball team in high school and played eighth grade football. Shout out Don Deaton. Why, is he on this? <clears throat> yeah, they were watching. He's going to watch on Monday if he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. What, what is he up to these days? Man, just teaching, getting ready for hunting season. Did you ever get married yet? I'll let you ask him that. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, uh, so we picked uh, – Okay, so we got the L.A. Rams traveling to Buffalo. Buffalo is favored by two and a half. Mm. I got good old Buffalo because L.A. is traveling cross country once again for the second week in a row. Man, Bill's Mafia is not going to be out there. I'm going Rams. Uh, I'm going to take the Bills in this one. Uh, I think Josh Allen is a just absolute stud of a quarterback. Uh, and there's numerous weapons on that Buffalo team. But their defense, I think, is really where their strong suit is. Uh, I'm going to say Buffalo in that one. But credit to Daryl Henderson and the Rams last week. Daryl Henderson had a decent game. That, that hamstring injury. And – uh yeah, I think, you know, like you talked about, West, the Buffalo Bills defensive line also with Ed Oliver. Where's my jacket at, by the way? Or where's my coat? Exactly. AKA. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Buffalo at home. I got Buffalo. Uh, Washington's at Cleveland. Cleveland's favored by seven. Shout out to Antonio Gibson, Washington's running back, who had a good game as well last week. But I got Baker Mayfield straight up. Uh, Washington, just because I don't like the Browns. I'm going to take Washington as well. Uh, I think that uh, Dwayne Haskins is kind of starting to come into his own a little bit. Uh, and you've got some major, major threats. Antonio Gibson being one out of the backfield. And uh, what do y'all think about this? you think Ordell Beckham will end up going to the Patriots in the long run? I think he'll go. I don't think he's going to go to the Patriots. I think he'll I, – but I think he will be out of Cleveland. Now we got a surprise team that's – a.k.a. Uh, John Martins from 92.9's Las Vegas Raiders traveling not, to – Not just his, baby. What's that, Connor? It ain't just John's Raiders. Oh, it's your Raiders too? <laughs> 100%. You got them winning the West this year? I don't know about winning the West. Uh, the Chiefs, is that's going to be hard to overcome, but I think they – should probably get a wild card spot if they can stay somewhat healthy. I know they got rugs out this week, uh, but I liked uh, I've liked what their offense is doing. I think Derek Carr in his third year in that system's hanging around. He's getting better. Defense is getting better, um, and I like just the the set of, on John Gruden for kicking that uh, field goal last week instead of punting it. 
What happened during that? I missed that. It was like it was like less than a minute, maybe, in the game, and uh, we were up. Raiders were up by seven, fourth down. And it was like a fifty-four yarder, and instead of punting it, John Gruden kicked it to go up by ten and basically seal the game. Yeah. Oh wow. I completely agree, Connor. I think that was a great move um, by John Gruden. Uh, I'm I'm gonna take the uh, the Raiders. Yes, sir. The, yeah, right. I think yeah, I got the I got the Raiders beating Cam Newton in New England. If you didn't Bartley or Arlington John, I was about to come over to your house and give you one of these. <laughs> I I don't like Cam Newton, that's why. Okay. Wait, hold on, you got Cam yeah, I'm not Cam Newton. But uh San Francisco playing in New York once again, I believe, right? Because then they play San Francisco playing the Jets last week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So basically, there's a lot of talk right now that San Francisco players might, a lot of San Francisco players might not even play this game because they're not happy with their field conditions from last week. They don't want to risk injury like some starters, like Jimmy G and uh, their tight end who tore his ACL. But uh, Barkley's not playing with it for the Giants. Daniel Jones is an okay quarterback, but I got San Fran to win. Uh, San Fran. Nice pick. I'm going to take San Fran. Yeah, I'm going to take San Fran as well. Um, I think with Barkley out, it changes that whole dynamic of that offense completely. Uh, it really almost makes them more one-dimensional, uh, in my opinion. Um, so I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take the, uh, Giants to lose. Cincinnati and Joe Burrow traveling to the zero and two, I believe, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Eagles. I wanna. I want Joe Burrow to win, but I just think they're some ways off. Eagles. Yeah, I got Jake Elliott kicking a sixty-four no, about a forty-five-yard field goal. As time expires, to pull it off. Eagles. Uh, I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take. Who? Who is it? The Eagles and the who? Sorry. Uh, Bengals. Uh, yeah, Joe Burrow, Cincinnati. I'll take the Bengals. Houston, it's the battle of the, the Watt brothers. Houston and Deshaun Watson traveling to Pittsburgh. Uh, Steelers. Yeah, Steelers. I got Pittsburgh and Randy Fickner and uh, Coach Butler and Ben Roethlisberger. I got Pittsburgh, too. So the good old Jets, who I'm surprised still has a job in Adam Grease. They're traveling to good old Philip Rivers. I get the Colts big. Colts, I think they got a much superior defense. Uh, hoping their defense does well. Got them in fantasy this week going for me. Uh, Colts. Colts. Uh, hopefully uh, Austin Hall did have a good tryout, by the way, as well yeah. with the Colts. I, hopefully he did. So it can make a private squad soon. Yep. Uh, Carolina traveling to the good old LA Chargers in their new stadium. I'm gonna take Justin Herbert and the LA Chargers. P- prayers for Tyrod uh, Taylor first of all with the punch in Mary Long, which that was kind of scary to hear. But uh, yeah, I know Christian McCaffrey at running back for Carolina. I got the Chargers so. Chargers by 10. Detroit, Matthew Stafford and company traveling to the 
Murray and the Arizona Cardinals and Cliff Kingsbury. I get Arizona. Arizona big. Arizona's gonna beat them bad. Uh, I'll go Arizona by two touchdowns. Green Bay traveling to. Well, I'll get to the. I'm, I'm sorry, Tampa Bay and Tom Brady, who he has not have a winning record against in the Denver Broncos. Tampa Bay is favored by five and a half. Uh, no Drew Locke. I believe Denver starting like a one-year quarterback in this game. Paxton Lynch. And Denver... Where's my no, guy? Paxton Lynch. Paxton Lynch ain't there no more. I know Arlington John. <laughs> Being hopeful. What, you want him to come back to Denver? Sure. Even though Colorado may not be the best spot for him. Yeah, probably not the best spot for him. Um, I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take Tampa Bay in this game. Uh, I think I think Brady's gonna start to get it going a little bit. Yeah, I got Gronk and Brady. Bucks. Uh, Green Bay traveling to New Orleans. Green Bay. You missed you missed the uh, Cowboy Seahawks, or is that? Yeah, I'll go back to that in a second. Okay. My fault. Um, Green Bay and who? Green Bay's traveling to New Orleans. I think New Orleans got too many issues. I'm gonna take Green Bay. It's just it's just hard to it's just hard to go against Aaron Rodgers, man. The guy's a stud, uh, has been his entire career. Uh, New Orleans looked really good against Tampa Bay, but I mean, how, do we really know how good Tampa Bay really is? Uh, I'm gonna take, uh, but New Orleans also turned around and looked bad the very next week uh, against the Raiders. So I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm going to take New Orleans to lose this one. Um, I think New Orleans is going to bounce back from last week. I think they're going to play a lot better. Um, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game, but at the end of the day, I'm going to go with the Packers. Shout-out to Zach Evers, as I'm sure him and his entire family will be wearing cheese on their head all day tomorrow. (laughs) That reminds me, Wes. Do you remember that story that we had back in middle school? (laughs) The cheese head that got ripped up. Yes, I do. Thanks, <laughs> y'all, guys. Y'all can save your one time at band camp stories for a bar. <laughs> That's <pretty> funny. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Tennessee. I forgot about the Titan game too. I was gonna say uh, I did. I'm waiting. Tennessee Titans and Gaskowski traveling to Minnesota. Tennessee taking the Titans on this one. Uh, I think they're just a. I mean, I don't know, man. I just I, they're a lot of fun to watch. Uh, they they kind of have that uh, don't don't bend but don't break mentality to them. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take my Titans. Uh, I'm gonna go Titans. Uh, shout out to Harv. And then Dallas at Seattle. I'll take Seattle. Seattle big. Thinks I think Seattle's gonna embarrass Dallas Sunday night. You know, I think the Cowboys, um, I'll be honest with you, the Cowboys are kind of like the uh, the Tennessee Volunteers for pro sports. It wouldn't hurt my feelings if they never won a game ever again. Um, going, And I will never pick the Cowboys to win a game, no matter who they're playing. Going Seahawks by two touchdowns. Yeah, I think the Seahawks, I mean, if you go back and look at Russell Wilson over the last four years, nobody's thrown more yards than he has. I don't think anybody's thrown more touchdowns as he has actually as well. Uh, yeah, Seattle's going to win that game big, big, big. Yeah, I guess Seattle. 
All right. So, I got, uh, uh, somebody named Wesley Shapley just said Arlington John. I got a big bag of Arlington shirts for you if you need them. <laughs> so, so your name is still Arlington John, by the way. Arlington, Arlington John. John. Um, so I know Arlington and Bartlett plays in a few weeks. I mean, what's your score? Hey, 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 one second. Chapley, yeah. I'll be glad to donate them to this guy Connor Ferguson on the on, on there instead because I I'm not an Arlington fan. I'm I mean I'll go for Arlington when you know to go well in the state if they ever make it to state because you know Connor and the Spicer in the in the gang are coaches over there and in our district and they're in Memphis team. Connor, speaking of Arlington, uh, do y'all still have any of the uh, Hannah boys playing for y'all? The Hannah boys. Yeah. No. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I grew up with. I uh, went to church with them. Uh, known the Hannas for years. Uh, okay. Very, very nice family. Uh, very uh, Christian-based family as well. But super, super, super nice family. Uh, I know Jason and uh, his wife. Uh, she's a teacher there at Arlington. I uh, can't think what her name is now. You know her. I know you do. I probably do. Uh, yeah. Arlington John, Arlington and Bartlett play in a few weeks. What's that score looking like? Well, I was going to ask you a real quick question regarding the NBA real quick. Since, you know, we're a sports guy. And um, do you think the Nuggets pull back and make it 3-2 to two tonight? Or do you think LA's got it wrapped up? Uh, no, I think LA's got it wrapped up. I think the NBA has it wrapped up that LA's going to win. It's just well, my... look at the, yeah, look at the free throws from the other night. I ain't a big well, guy I mean, anyway, so. Yeah, I'm not a big NBA guy either, but I did read an article where evidently the uh, Los Angeles Lakers reached out to the league and told them that LeBron James was not getting on the line enough. So, to me, that right there tells you uh, it's all bullcrap. Okay, and Billy Donovan joining Chicago. Y'all surprised that like he didn't go after the Houston job in a way? Uh, no, I think, I think all – Chicago, Houston, I think would be the same job. I mean, seems yeah. like you just got to get, uh, just got to get players. Doesn't really matter where you're at, in my opinion. Spend money. Yeah, I mean, I think your small market, large market, it really doesn't matter if you get the players on the court. Look at the Memphis Grizzlies, for example. Uh, you get John Morant, your whole, your whole everything turns around. So about this Arlington Barlett football prediction, you know. Last year we did beat y'all forty six nothing at our place. Forty two. Forty two. Forty two nothing. Yeah, forty two nothing. Which that's you know, well Arlington did have seven turnovers in that football game as well. Um to be honest with you, it's right now to me it could be a toss up because I know Barlett does have a good win against Christian Brothers on their schedule. Y'all got some decent games on your schedule as well that y'all had some decent wins early in the year against, like, DeSoto and Lewisburg. But uh, it's at y'all's place this year. But uh, my gut tells me I think Barlow's going to pull it out maybe by two touchdowns this year. Well, you know, I know they're only allowing a certain amount of people in the stadium, uh, but is it safe to say that Arlington John will be in the building for that game? It all depends on my work schedule for that night. I heard that. Well, I mean, what was your, the record against the basketball team last year? Do we have to bring that up? I'm kidding. 
Let me ask you this, John. Since you're, well, hang on. I'll bring Hey, it's okay. I'll comment on it because he does have a good point. Because we did choke some big leads in those games. You know, we were up by like twenty in each game that we faced against y'all, and then y'all beat us like a drum in that. What was it? The region championship. Uh, I don't remember. And we always came out like flat. Like we were down by like 15 right off the bat, 15 to nothing in the first quarter. But uh, it's going to be a fun year regardless. Football, hopefully, everybody, like we just talked about during the previews for our SEC talk, Wes, you know, hopefully it just – Chevy County Schools, first of all, just needs to get their act together and let these kids play, Connor. That's just my opinion because I hate it for the seniors especially – that are like at Kirby, Sheffield High School, the small schools like Sheffield High School, Moz, uh, just, just to name a few, who don't get enough looks as it is, you know? Right. They need to play. And I don't even know what this holdup is because we got all the municipal schools like us, y'all, Carrierville are playing. All the private schools are mostly playing. Unless they get tested positive for COVID. What's that? Did Collierville win last night? Yeah, they beat ECS, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so, John, since you're Bartlett John and now you are now just – you've been deemed Arlington John. I don't know if you realize that yet or not. You will when you look at the live feed. After you get off here, you'll realize you are now Arlington. So, I think what we need to do, John, is we need to get you a half Bartlett, half Arlington shirt so that you can, you know, you can embrace both lifestyles, the Bartlett John and the Arlington John. Well, this is what I'll do, Connor. Okay? I need to work on that for him, Connor. I, I think it'd be a good idea. Well, this is what this is what I'll do, okay? If Arlington does beat Bartlett in football this year, I'll hang out with you for, like, a few hours and wear Arlington T-shirt with you for a few hours. John. No. John. No, no, hours does not do anything. No. <laughs> there will no be hanging out in this. I'm going to deck you out in the Arlington Tiger mascot and put you at the corner of State Road and 70, and you're going to have to stand there. Now, I like that. That's a, that's a real bet right there. You're going to have to sit at the corner of Stage and 70 with an Arlington Tiger full outfit on. For how long? Uh, hour. Two hours. Hour, two hours. All right, then I'll get the same bet with Coach Clark and the Painter outfit. Uh, well, let me think about it. No, I, you can't catch me. So I mean, I could just <laughs> run away from you. You couldn't force me to do anything. I could catch you and force me to put that put that outfit on. I think you catching. Like I said, not that athletic. Well, I mean, it's surely. I know he ain't gonna trip over his headphones. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Well, uh, John, it's been another good show, man. Uh, we've definitely enjoyed having Connor on. Uh, a lot of fun, Connor. Uh, we looked at, hey, if you want to be back on again, just shoot us a message. Uh, I found the right Connor Ferguson, so now I know who you are. Um, <laughs> there's more than you out there, buddy, just so you didn't know that. Well, I'm uh, one of a kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, John, it's going to be a very interesting day of college football. It's already cranked up. Uh, we've got a list of games on right now. Um, thank you very much again uh, for doing it again this week, John. 
Uh, it's going to be a busy weekend for us, buddy. We got one now, uh, like what, one at two o'clock and then one in the morning. So it's going to be a busy week for us on the show. But uh, for everybody watching uh, on Facebook Live, thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, guys, in just over 12 days, we are up to, I believe, close to 120 likes on our page. Um, that's very impressive, uh, extremely impressive to me. Um, once again, from from John and I both, thank you very much for all the support, uh, and we look forward to bringing you some, uh, some, some fun episodes. Thanks again, Connor. Man, I appreciate y'all. Appreciate you, man.